on the block on demand. Without Jerry McNamara, we wouldn't have won 10 games this year. Okay? Not 10. Two seconds and one. It's 10 wins in a row for the Crunch. It's the biggest upset in the Carrier Dome in more than 30 years as the Orange hold off the defending national champions. They beat Clemson. The Bills make me wanna shout. McCoy in the backfield takes the handoff, runs up the middle, breaks a tackle. He's inside the 10, cuts to the left, into the end zone. Buffalo wins. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Somebody in Vegas told them they were going to win by 20. They're looking at the positive side of things once in a while instead of the negative all the time. This is On the Block. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome. Oh, what's up, Mohawk Bell? Glad to have you on board. Gorgeous 80-degree late fall day, Indian summer day here in central New York. Hope you are having a terrific Tuesday. If you're listening on the radio, we really appreciate that. If you're listening somewhere on the ESPN app, wherever you are, except the bathroom. That's kind of gross. You just download the app, you find the Listen tab, you find ESPN Syracuse, and away you go. Perhaps you're listening on Alexa, because you can tell Alexa on the app to search ESPN Syracuse on your Alexa app. Click Enable on the ESPN Syracuse skill, and then you can listen to us on Alexa. However you're listening to us today, however you're taking in the Sports Talk Radio extravaganza, we do appreciate that. You can participate in the show as well. Fire off the hot takes. That's hot. Let's buzz the tower, baby. 437-7644 is the phone number. Brent Axe Media, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The text line is 2880644. All great ways to get in touch with the program. Would love to hear from you throughout. We have two guests that will join us today. One is the one and only JJ, John Jastrzemski, WFAN, the CBS Sports Radio Network, SNY Television. He cleans up nice on TV at JJ. The Mike Francesa app. I got to ask him about this. We'll get him on coming up. He will find time between all those responsibilities to come on this radio program, the Syracuse grad and regular guest on this show. We'll discuss Yankees and Red Sox, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 the New York football giants, and any other New York-related sporting topicality. If he attempts to discuss his Miami Dolphins, we will uh, all of a sudden have transmitter problems and you will no longer hear his voice on this show. That's uh, the 2-0 and Miami Dolphins, by the way, as opposed to your 0-2. The Bills make me want to So we'll get J.J. on. Lots to discuss with him in hour number two. Jody Ambrosia will join us. Always love chat with Joe and Syracuse and UConn cross paths as they do this week. In the football, Joe from WTIC Radio in Hartford, of course, the longtime play-by-play voice of the Huskies. He's no longer doing that. Joe has moved on to other responsibilities, as we mentioned. But uh, he knows UConn football covers him as closely as anybody. 
And basically my question for Joe is going to be, what the hell has happened to UConn football? Like They are a grease fire at this point. Top five Tuesday coming up. We'll fire up the voice guy. Number one. The top five teams in college football in the National Football League. Hot takes as usual. And yes, my friends, you today will get to witness via the radio or if you watch it, we will stream this on Facebook Live once again. Last week, it was the hot dog with ketchup. So we kept the food theme going for Survivor Pick Payoff. I lost Survivor Pick Payoff again, thanks to the backdoor cover by the Detroit Lions. I am removing the point spread option from Survivor Pick from now on. But this week, I'll I'll live up to it. I want to. Can you hear me um, rattling something here in the studio? That, my friends, is a package of how can I put this? My worst nightmare. In the candy aisle, I see it there every time, and I just want to grab the box and run and chuck it into the nearest dumpster. It says right here, ingredients, milk, chocolate, sugar, cocoa butter, milk, chocolate liqueur. Ooh, there's liquor in it. Soy lechin. Did I even say that right? Corn syrup, sugar water, coconut, dextrin, egg white, salt, Guar gum, natural and artificial flavor, potassium sorbate to preserve freshness. Allergen information manufactured in a facility that processes peanuts. Hmm, I may have to develop peanut allergy all of a sudden. A manufactured Boyard Candy Company, Altoona, Pennsylvania. It's the giant size four pack of gluten free mallow cups. My arch candy nemesis. Thanks to Survivor Pick Payoff, will be consumed today. Will all four of these be consumed by me? Hell no. But I will eat. I promise to eat two. I will eat two. I will probably gag through the whole thing, but I will do it for your entertainment because we got to pay off Survivor Pick. So we'll do that after Top 5 Tuesday. Cannot wait for that. Let's jump in, shall we? I'm going to throw a couple stats at you here, and then I'm going to... Tell you something I'm surprised by by you. I'm actually disappointed in you people out there. Yes, I am. I am disappointed in you people on something. Two stats I want to throw at you here. Stats are not everything. Scott Schaefer once stated that stats are for losers. This one kind of hard to ignore. The Connecticut Huskies defense currently gives up per game through three football games this season against Central Florida, Boise State, and Mighty Rhode Island. 673 yards per game. Out of 129 college football teams at the FBS level, they are 129th, dead last in said category. The Connecticut Huskies defense currently gives up 55.7 points per game. Gave up 56 to Central Florida, 62 to Boise State. And 49 to Rhode Island in a win. The other two, obviously, in losses. 56-17 loss to Central Florida. 62-7 loss to Boise State. And a 56-49 victory over mighty Rhode Island. 55.7 points per game. That's rounded up to 56 points per game. That also dead last in the country. 
Syracuse comes into this game averaging 49 points per game, and in case you haven't noticed, has scored 55 points in a victory over Western Michigan, 62 points in a victory over Wagner, and 30 points in a victory over Florida State. When I have, and Twitter is not everything, I've heard this elsewhere from people, which makes me look at you like you got mallow cups coming out of your ears. Oh, man, we got we to focus on the Huskies this week. Whew. Don't look ahead. I can't. That Clemson game, oh, that's a, that's a trap. Can't look ahead. I merely tweeted out that Syracuse and Clemson would be a noon kickoff next week on ABC. This is information that college football fans want to know. It's annoying, frankly, that television holds back kickoff times as long as they do because, you know, fans have lives. They want to plan their day around Syracuse football, whether it be home or away. People have kids. They have lives. They have things going on on the weekend. They want to know so they can figure out how to schedule things around it if they can. But TV's TV. TV rules the roost. The dreaded six-day rule was enacted on Syracuse. They got the noon kickoff, which makes Brent happy because I love noon kickoffs. So I, tw- I merely tweet this out. Like, this is information. It wasn't even an opinion. It wasn't even anything like, oh, man, Syracuse is going to go to Death Valley. Take down that Clemson Tigers team. And I'm met with responses of, no, nah, i got to focus on the Huskies, man. Let's just focus on real people. I don't know if they're messing with me or what, but... I am met with, let's cream the Huskies first. I am met with, need to focus on Huskies this week. To which, it leads me to two things. Number one, oh, thanks, coach. Right? Thanks, Brian. No, thank you. Like, Dino Babers says that. Eric Dungy says that. Players say that. And you know what? They should. Players take things one week at a time. Fans do not. I looked at these people that responded to me. I I made a joke with somebody who responded this to me in the same fashion that I saw in person today. Like, when did you join the coaching staff? (laughs) Like, fans look ahead. Fans speculate. Fans say, well, if they go 4-0 for the first time since 1991, could they be in the AP poll? They'll be 4-0 going into Clemson. It's going to be a tough game. This is what fans do. This is what sports fans do. They talk about how good or bad their team could be. They speculate. They can look ahead. I did it all of the past two weeks. What did I say? Wagner week. I'm on to Florida State. I love fans that say this and think this and believe this as if I'm going to jinx something by looking ahead to Clemson. In this case, I wasn't even looking ahead. I was just telling you what time the game was because I'm here to serve you. What channel's the game on? That's what Brent does. It's going to be on my tombstone. Channel's the game on, right? So that surprises me. But the bigger thing that I'm disappointed in a lot of people is how, look, football's weird. That's why you play the games and all the cliches in the world. But what is going to happen in your mind between what happened on the football fields, respectively, that Syracuse and Connecticut played on last week to the ones they were play the one, pardon me, they will play on this week at the Carrier Dome? Did UConn all of a sudden, like, sign eight guys from Florida that are five-star recruits that are eligible immediately? What made UConn, and yes, they scored 49 points and got their offense going and barely beat an FCS team last week, but 
What makes you think this is going to be a game all of a sudden? Short of Syracuse, you know, thinks it's a 8 o'clock game and doesn't show up on time, or there's a plane crash, or some other wacky scenario I can think of here. They are going to beat this Connecticut team, and they are going to beat them convincingly. Whether they cover the 27-and-a-half for entertainment purposes only, I mean, weird stuff happens. You build a big lead, you pull starters. Like, I don't know if I'd go there, but... It's okay to have confidence in your team. Being humble is nice, but I get why some Syracuse fans are skittish. You've been burned before in this sense. But this is Connecticut. Have you watched this team? They're awful. If you were playing a better football team, and I mean literally better, they're 129th in the country in two very key categories on defense. If you were playing a better team this week, I would get the hesitation. I would get the, can we back off on the 4-0 talk? Take it one game at a time. All that stuff. This team is awful. We as fans, I think, have to look at it and say, man, did we get lucky a little bit against Florida State? Because Florida State's bad? Sure. But what is it about Connecticut that worries you? Seriously. Look, we'll talk to Joe next hour. We'll get the lowdown on Connecticut. We'll break them down throughout the week because that's what we do. You want to know what kind of team you're playing on Saturday. Their quarterback's actually pretty good. He's mobile like Eric Dungey. He's only been sacked once this year. But how is David Pindell and the Connecticut Huskies going to find a way to beat Syracuse? And I don't. I shouldn't tempt fate like this. I shouldn't tempt the football gods like this. But the hesitation that I am sensing from some Syracuse fans, it's as if you're playing Clemson this week. That, that to me, come on. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Listen, sometimes you got to get lucky. Sometimes the breaks have to come your way. And after the season that Syracuse went through a year ago, where they had one of the toughest schedules in college football and nearly pulled off wins over Florida State and Miami and LSU. And yes, we know what happened at the end of the season. Their luck ran out. The defense not only had injuries, but fell apart, and that's why they went 4-8. and eight. After the high of the Clemson win, things went south after that because there were some really good teams and really good players and the depth and the injuries and the things that I mentioned. So I get those fears. I get how you've been burned before, but this team this week, this is not the team to fear. This is not the thing to be concerned about. They stink. They are Bad. They might make a few plays. They might surprise you in some ways. They might even cover the 27 and a half. That's a huge number in college football. But man, how many of you think you're on the coaching staff? Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, one game at a time. I don't want to hear anything about that Clemson game. What? Why? <laughs> That's actually like the bigger deal. That's like the bigger game. That's like much more intriguing than anything this Connecticut game could throw at me this week or you this week. They're not going to get game day that week because Ohio State plays Penn State, and I'm pretty sure that's where they're going to go. But Syracuse is undefeated going into that game. First time since 1991 they'd be undefeated at this point of the season. And all the revenge factors and the, and the memories that come from beating Clemson last year, like I'm tempted to pull the Belichick again and say I'm on to that game. There's so many of you right now that are like, Brent, what, do, what are you doing? Don't tempt the football, God. Stop. Stop. Come on, guys. 
I get it. Sports are weird. This could come back to haunt me. I'll pull up this tape next week, and I will eat a box of Mallow Cups to punish myself for tempting the football gods for this. Old takes exposed. Be ready to throw this in my face. But I don't think this is going to be one of those instances. I don't get the dread. I don't get the hesitation. I don't get the, uh, that. well, hold on. Focus on the Huskies. No, not this team, not this week. Have a little confidence in your team. Have a little swagger. Have a little bit of puff that chest out and say, no, man. Have a little Schaefer in you, right? Pound that podium and say, we're 3-0. Because things are different. Things are progressing. This is a different type of 3-0 than even what we saw three years ago. I would get it. I would be with you if this was a better team, a scenario where Syracuse is like, all right, now they come back down to earth because they're playing, I don't know, give me a team, right? A team that's in the top 25 or just outside the top 25. Or is looking, like They're playing like Duke this week, who even without their starting quarterback is 3-0. Or you could give me a scenario better than 129th in the country in defense in the two most important categories in defense. A team that lost by a combined 118 to 24 to Central Florida and Boise State, who, mind you, were both ranked teams and are both really good football teams at the time. But that's what happens when Connecticut plays a team with the level of talent that a ranked team has, which, by the way, Syracuse is not right now, but is kind of knocking on the door to be. And then they play an FCS team. Syracuse plays an FCS team. What happened? 62-10. Connecticut plays an FCS team. What happens? They barely survived. 56-49. So stop it. Stop your worrying. Stop your one-game-at-a-time stuff. What are you doing? Have a little swagger. Let's go. Get those moves like Jagger. Have some swagger and other things I can rhyme. Disappointed in you guys, man. Really am. Maybe as the week picks up. You know, pick up you, you, know, you know what you need? You know a little Ryan Fitzpatrick in you, right? Ryan Fitzpatrick showing up to a press conference with the chest hair flowing, with the jewelry on, looking like, you know, Conor McGregor. Have a little, have a little that swagger, right? That's what I want. Actually, forget the chest hair part. Just the swagger is fine. I don't need to be seeing that. On that note, let's take a break. Our buddy John Jastrzemski is coming up. WFAN in New York. Yankees, Red Sox, Jets, Giants. I'm sure he's got some thoughts on the Qs. Being a Syracuse guy, we'll do it next. You're on the block, ESPN Radio. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Oh, boy. Here we go. Welcome back. You're on the block, ESPN Radio. Thanks again to our friend Jody Ambrosio. We're going to put that up at ESPNSyracuse.com in the audio vault. You can learn all about those UConn Huskies if you missed that conversation. Our, our buddy JJ was on earlier. John Jastrzemski, WFAN in New York on the Yankees, Mets, Giants, and Jets. All right, I'm going to give you my top five teams in the National Football League and college football. Um, and then uh, Tommy Hogan's in the studio here. Is uh, Seth is getting some time off for uh, the upcoming uh, Jewish holidays. <sighs> Tommy, I'm, I'm nervous, man. Like, I can tell. The, you saw last week the hot dog with ketchup. I was I had the honor of going to get it and making which, it for you. Yes, you did. Thank you very much. You did a great job on that. You're welcome. Way. And like, see, I can do that. I just it, it, that's a principle thing. Like I don't put ketchup on hot dogs because you're not supposed to. 
I'm not, I don't like these. Like I've, I've tasted these and decided I don't want to ever eat these. Unless I really have to, like in a case like this. Yeah, I can tell you're nervous about it. I am legit nervous about this. I don't know how it's going to go. We did find out, though, when we opened up the Mallow Cup. So there are Mallow Cup points that you get. So you open this up, and it says you get $2 for every 500 points. Or save additional points for valuable prizes. What kind of prize do I get? If I send in the Mallow Cup points, which, by the way, so there's four Mallow Cups. Oh, wait a minute. It decreases in value. Yikes. The more I open this package. So I opened up the package, and I got 10 Mallow Cup points, but then it's five Mallow Cup points. 20. Whoa, wait a minute. We're all over the place, Tommy. We got 10. We got five. We got 25 and five. No golden ticket, though? No golden ticket, unfortunately. (sighs) So... And when you save up 500 points, you get basically $2. Like, who in the world eats that many of these awful candies? So how many points did you get for that that package? So let's see. I got 10, 5, 15, 20. 35. I got 25. No, I got, uh, I got 45 points. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Almost one-tenth of your way to $2. But I want to know what the valuable prize is. That, yeah. Can I, you start, like, buying these and, and racking uh, up the points and send it in? I don't know if I'm are, that Are you a fan of the Mallow Cup? Cup? I don't remember the last time I've had one. I know I've had one, but I don't remember. I, I can't okay. think of the last time I had it. And if I liked it particularly or not. Here's the thing, too. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you can see. So when I stopped at my local burn dairy to get the Mallow Cup, they only had the four-pack available. I made a commitment on this show to eat two. Because that's what they usually come in, right? You get the Reese cup, sure. you get the, the cup. It's two. These might be bigger than the two-pack as well. I this, think so. I think so. This They probably are. This is, just, this is just not going my way at all here. All right, so let me do some top fives, and then I will, for your entertainment, ev- everything in my body is, like, shaking right now, resisting <laughs> this. But I, I will do it because that's what Survivor Pick Payoff is all about. Tommy actually volunteered to do it with me. I did. Right? I would have done you it. You kind of have to narrate, though, a little bit. We can't have two people chewing sure. on the radio. Yes. Seth, I tried to get Seth involved with the hot dog thing last week, and he totally wussed out. He's like, no, not doing it. All right, voice man, fire it up. Number five. We'll start in college football, LSU. How about LSU with two big wins? Auburn, Miami, they're a top five team. You get a quarterback, good things happen. Who would have thought? Eddie O. It's got the Tigers back top five. Number four. Urban Meyer comes back this week. Urban Meyer keeps embarrassing himself in all these interviews that he does, but he still has a really good team. And as you go through the top three here, you can really interchange the next two. Number three. Georgia. Number two. Clemson. You could put Georgia two, Clemson three, but there's no disputing who the number one team is. Number one. Alabama. And what more do I really have to say? I don't even know if they're going to come close to losing a game this year. Maybe the rivalry game against Auburn at the end of the year. Auburn, despite losing to LSU, is still a top 10 team, still a really good team. But again, it's funny what happens when you get a quarterback. LSU, Alabama. <laughs> Could things happen, right? Let's go to the National Football League. Number five. I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars at number five. Huge win over New England. Convincing win over New England. And to do that without Leonard Fournette and for Blake Bortles to look like a functioning, real NFL quarterback. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Number four. Despite their quarterback issues, I will. I, or pardon me, their defensive issues, the Kansas City Chiefs. 
come in at number four for me. And this team's just going to come in. They're going to drop 40 points on you game after game. Hope their defense survives. Patrick Mahomes, early candidate for MVP. Can I say that? I know it's only week two, but I'm going to say that. Number three. I'm going to put the Minnesota Vikings here at number three. At number two. Number two. Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, I'm kidding. It's Atlanta. And number one. Number one. Your Los Angeles Rams. I picked the Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. I'm feeling pretty good about that after two weeks. That is looking pretty good. Two Falcons at two is... That would be my only concern of your list, if we're doing that. I like I like Atlanta. I know they lost. I get it. So I know what happened week one, but I, I like that team. I think that's a that's a total look test thing. It's a total look test thing for me. Sure. It may be because I was distracted thinking about what I'm about to do. <laughs> All right. So he's diving in. Here's how it works. Every Friday, I make a survivor pick. And if my survivor pick does not come through, I do something I don't want to do. Last week it was eating a hot dog with ketchup. This week it's eating the mallow cup, which if you have listened to me or know me in any way, shape, or form, you know how much I despise these things, how I am on a crusade to rid the world of these. How every Halloween I, I, I beg people, I'm running through the streets saying, do not eat that candy. And now I've got to do it. He's eyeing it down, wrappers you off. You may have to put this in my mouth. <laughs> like, I can't will myself to... to you got to do it. All right, here we go. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> this is gross. That was a I big bite, too. I gotta go fast. Too. I gotta go fast. I was more than half of the uh, Milo Cup there. Mm. Oh, this is disgusting. Go fast. <laughs> get the other one in there. Just do it. Just get it in there. Just get it in there. Oh. Oh, Tommy, I, this is not fun. And you like, like marshmallow, which, I don't so, like but you don't this. like this. You know, you clearly don't like this. I don't like this. Oh, God. Oh, this is not good. Who would have thought it would be this much of a struggle for tea I mean, chocolate? you made another point. It's kind of like a s'more that you didn't cook on a fire. Exactly. There's a reason you cook a s'more on a fire. And it's a fireless a, s'more. And there's a graham cracker involved. Would it be better with the graham cracker? No. No? No. I got to get the other one down. I just got to get this over with. Wow, all in. One bite, the whole thing. I am not enjoying this. Even the chocolate doesn't offset. The marshmallow is just gross. I got a thing with marshmallow. That's what it is. I just... mm. You weren't a pea butter and fluff kid? No. No. Mm Mm-mm. I was. I will eat a s'more, though. That's kind of weird. And I will eat some other things that have marshmallows in them. There's something about the texture of the marshmallow that just gags me. (sighs) Almost there. I can't. I was about to grab the water and wash it down, but I can't do that. You got to eat it. There you go. I like that. Fair and square. No no tricks. No cheating. (sighs) Oh. You didn't like that? Uh, that was awful. The Kirk Cousins clip would be perfect now. Just him screaming, you like that. <laughs> no, Kirk, I do not <laughs> like that. Or now you like that for him. Oh, I don't feel so good. I do not like these. There's two more if you'd like them, though. I'll dive in. I have one. You going to get in? I'm going to get in there? Let's Go see. for it, champ. That's all you. 
And the good news is we have 45 Mallow Cup points. Great to news. To send in for something. Oh, boy. I, I need I, I need a moment here. I need, like, a break. I don't think it's terrible, to be honest. I need, like, a break. Are you enjoying your Mallow Cup? It's edible. Good for you, because I'm, I'm about to pass <laughs> out over here. Back after this. Thank you. Bye-bye.